Patience. Patience this, patience that. We hear it a lot. Why? It's the theme of one of the months of our whole church year. So it must be important. Scripturally, the church discerned it. The readings scream it today. Isaiah, the prophet. God comes with vindication. And then will eyes be opened and ears be cleared. What's the first two words of James's letter today? Be patient. And he likes it to the farmer. Be patient like the farmer. You don't plant seeds one day and expect your crop to come in the next. We have to have the patience. Plant seeds often six months or more before they get their harvest. Even the star of our gospel today, John the Baptist, he's getting a little antsy. Are you he who is to come or should we expect somebody else? John wants results now, of course. Change the world now, Jesus. What's going on? How about our own patience? Patience to keep listening to our capital campaign going on right now. It's almost over, but be patient. My own bane, there's particular traffic lights I don't like. They seem to have my name on it, and I always get stopped by them especially when I was in Milwaukee. How about uh, drive-throughs, checkout lines, ATMs? You ever have to wait on a phone call waiting for a human person on the other end, get redirected? How many times do you waste five minutes a day? We lose our patience. But like James says, we need a farmer's patience. They know nature will not give its fruit one day sooner than it's foretold to do. Pregnant mothers, your child will not arrive one minute before God says so. Be patient. So, be patient, God tells us, because what's the opposite? Impatience. What is impatience? It means we're not willing to live in the present. That's unfortunate, because that's where God is. He's in the present moment. He's not in the past. He's not in the future yet. God lives with us in the present moments. God does not actively live in our past anymore, but we rehash it. We rehash our past, grumbling about it sometimes. God does not want us to live in the future either. What's the word we use when we live in the future? It's called worry. We worry, and God does not want us to worry either. See, worry is the fruit of trying to live in the future, and that is a very sour fruit. We rehash our mistakes. We don't forgive ourselves, maybe, which is living in the past, where God does not reside. We ask God's forgiveness so we don't have to keep revisiting those moments. God asks us to forget about them, confess them and forget about them. We need to catch up to God and live in the present. And that's now, the present. Planning's important in our lives, but we don't live there. We don't want to live there. 
It's called worry, and God asks us not to worry. Not one day will be added to your life because you worry. The present is where God is. And we live in danger of missing God because we're dwelling in our past or worrying about our future. God will bless the future when the future comes. He has blessed the past and that is over. We thank God for those blessings. But he was wanting to bless us right now, right now if we choose to live in the moment. That's where God is. See, in the moment is where God has brought you people into your lives to help bless them. God resides with us here and now. And that's where we'll find our blessings. Our future blessings are in the future when we catch up to those. But it's not now. Now is the time. Advent is for silencing our hearts, silencing the past and silencing the future, living now so God can communicate with you and talk to you and you can talk to God. We do it now. Not in the future, not in the past, but now. Preparing our hearts now for the future blessings. Don't worry about it. Prepare the heart now. This is where you will find blessing. Advent is the silencing of these hearts of ours that are impatient. We wait for Jesus to remember him when he comes the first time and we prepare a place when he comes the second time. But right now, we live as he wants us to, in the presence of God, which is now in the present.